Hey, welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. So today is part two from uh, last week. I did a podcast called Kill. Is it called Kill the Demon of Anxiety? Let me look that up. <laughs> I should have looked that up before I before I started this one, but um, I think that's what it was called. Yeah, Killing the Demon of Anxiety, part one. After I recorded that that um, episode, you know, it's it's when I do an episode, usually I listen to it again, and then I think, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that, and oh, I forgot about this, and forgot about that, and, <laughs> and that's what happened with this one. I as soon as I finished it and posted it, I listened to it, and, and I realized I left left some stuff out that I think could be helpful if you are struggling or dealing with anxiety or depression. So if you've not heard of Eckhart Tolle, I highly recommend his book called The Power of Now. Uh, great book. Impacted me greatly. In fact, I typically, I think I even mentioned this actually in this, this last episode. I, I like to read. I read quite a bit, but... Uh, don't do a lot of books by audio, but this book I did by audio. It it was just a little hard to read. Um, meaning, uh, you know, have you ever had those books that you you start getting into and it's good, but it's just it's so dense and so like thick with info. It's just hard to get through it. <laughs> That's what that book was like. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It was just that. So I ended up uh, finding it online. I think I think I found it on YouTube, actually, uh, the audio version. And I just listened to it. And that was a was a great, great choice. And it, and it helped. It helped me get through it. Otherwise, I don't I just don't think I could have gotten through it as quick. So highly recommend that book. Get that book. It will absolutely impact your life in a in a positive way for sure. One of the one of the principles, or a few of the things that he talks about in that book, when it comes to to, to uh, dealing with anxiety, is typically anxiety is some kind of negative outcome in the future, right? Fear of death, fear of losing our job, fear of going broke, fear of a breakup, fear of getting in trouble, fear of getting whatever it is, like. And, and I will, let me just kind of back up. So I won't forget where I'm going there, but let me just back up because what I was going to also say is fear of getting caught when this is now, now we're going to get it into a little bit of morality about living moral lives. That's, that's a piece. And of course, you know, I'm not religious, so this is not coming from a religious standpoint. We're talking about just being a good human, right? So when we lie or we deceive or we have secrets or we're involved in some kind of a shady, some kind of shady, whatever, some kind of shady activity, that is going to feed into anxiety too. And if, if you're engaged in some kind of shady activity and you know what it is, right? I don't need to like, we don't need to go down the list of all the things that would be shady activity. But 
things that you wouldn't want out there, things that you're having to hide to, so you're not getting caught, like anything shady, right? Uh, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm trying, I was going to just start naming some stuff, but I don't need to name what's shady. You all know when you're engaged in behavior that you're being sneaky about and you're deleting texts, you're deleting emails, or you're hiding phone numbers under, under people's other people's names or whatever <laughs> you're stealing money. I, I don't know. There's just a million things that could be shady that right there. 100% is going to feed into anxiety. So if you're dealing with anxiety, that would be the first place I would look. I would look into my life and find out where am I shady? <laughs> okay. Get rid of the shadiness. So, okay. Now back to what I was, what I was talking about. It's projecting some kind of a negative outcome into the future. That's where the anxiety comes from, right? We're, we're anxious that you hear there's going to be layoffs. And so you're, you're anxious every time you go to work or, you know, you, you know, you're not meeting your sales goals. And so you're anxious about getting, you know, fired or on and on and on and on. And we go, it's, it's uh, anxiety comes from a, you're projecting into the future, a negative outcome. So first thing, live in the present, live in the now, right? It reminds me of that Wayne's world movie. If you've not seen Wayne's world, look it up. Uh, it kind of, that kind of dates me, but Wayne's world. And he's like, live in the now you can't afford it. Anyway, it's, it's an, it's an important principle to live in the present. And when you think of the future, right, here's the deal. The future's unknown. Now, again, if you're doing something shady, yes, you're projecting into the future, possibly getting caught and getting in trouble. Well, rightly so. So, you know, stop the shadiness, but okay. That aside, if you're not doing anything shady, but you're just dealing with anxiety, like I said in the last episode, what is where is that anxiety coming from? What are you projecting into the future that's the negative outcome? Like what are you what are you putting out into the future? Because here's the deal. The future is completely unknown and uncertain. You don't know if there's layoffs happening in your company. You don't know if you're going to get laid off. You have no idea. Maybe in, let's, let's say you, maybe you do have an idea. Well, here's the thing until you're laid off, you actually don't know. How, just think about this for a second. How many times have you worried or been fretting or anxiety, having anxiety about something that ended up never happening? I mean, seriously, right? Lots of us, all of us have. Now, how many times have you worried about something and it did happen? Okay. It did right. That, and, and here you are, you made it right. You did get laid off, but then you got on the internets and you found another job, right? I mean, and it ended up being a better job with better benefits or a better boss or more money. Most likely, right? That's most likely the outcome. So when you think of the future, just replace whatever negative outcome you have in the future with a positive outcome. There, there, there's layoffs happening at your work. Well, that's fine. You're not going to be laid off. You say, well, what if I am? Okay. <laughs> and then if you are, then you deal with it. 
typically worry the worrying about a layoff or any negative outcome in the future is worse than the actual event happening itself. Right. It's, we know this is true. It's like the worrying and the fret and the anxiety that we have in regards to being laid off is far worse than actually getting laid off. So when you think of the future, just replace the negative outcome with a positive outcome. Okay. Now, sometimes we struggle with like, well, how do you do that? Well, the words of our mouth, what we say, you know, or being action oriented. Going back to you hear there's layoffs in the company, you're, you know, you're starting to have some anxiety about job security. Well, fine. What can you do about it? Well, you can get your resume freshened up. Uh, you can start getting a hold of some of your contacts and see what's available. You know, they're, they're like take steps so that if layoffs actually happen, if you actually get laid off, then you're ready to act. You're ready to do something about it rather than just worrying and fretting and filling yourself with anxiety over something you can't control. In, in like in the immediate, right? You, you can't control whether you're going to get laid off or not. Like that's just up to the company, the bot, whoever's in charge of that. Like that, it's out of your hands, but what is in your hands? Well, your own decisions, your own resume, your own life, your own conversations, like everything, it, right? So you can do what you can do. You can't do what you can't do. You, you know, you can't control what you can't control. So being able to just let it go and get putting it in the hands of the universe, or if you're a Christian or whatever religion you follow, put it in the hands of your God, put it in the hands of, of Jesus, or put it in the hands of Buddha or put it in the hands of Allah, like whatever, like put it, put it in the hands of something beyond yourself and greater than yourself though. And then if you're, you know, if you're, you're not religious at all, then put it into the hands of your, of your own activity, right? Like I said, do what can you do right now to empower yourself to get a job? That's what you do, right? That's what you do. You, you take back the power, you take back control and you do what you can do in order to control as much as you can with what you can control. Clearly, again, we can't control everything. And and also worrying about, and I, you know, maybe that people worry about other things, just whatever it is that you're worrying about, it all it is is that you're projecting into the future something bad. So one is flip that. Don't project into the future something bad. Project into the future something good. But other than that, I I try to live according to what Eckhart Tolle has taught in that book, the power of now really just living in the present. I just don't. Now I do look into the future when I want to plan or, you know, obviously if I'm going on a vacation, I have to look into the future. I have to book things in the future. I mean, obviously there, there, it's not like you never, ever think of the future. That would be ignorant. 
But when it comes to like worrying, if I can't do anything about it, then I don't worry. Now, if I can do something about it, right? If there are, if I'm anxious for my health, well, there are things I can do about that. I can eat healthy. I can exercise. I can, you know, whatever I can do for myself to improve my health, then I do that. But when it comes to living in the present, I just, ever since I read that book, I realized that that's what I was doing for, for me personally, is I was projecting into the future, some kind of a negative outcome. And I realized that one, that's just a choice. Like I'm just choosing to do that. There's no guarantee of whatever negative thing you're putting into the future. There's no guarantee of that. I mean, I, I, I knew someone that used to just be riddled with anxiety, thinking that they were going to die in a car crash. They were going to die in a car crash. They ended up dying at an old age, just died in their sleep. So, you know, the, the thing that we worry about, I, I, what's that little quippy, um, what is that they call that when you, of fear of false evidence appearing real. What do they call that? Um, gosh, my mind, I can't think of what they call an acronym. Thank you. Acronym. Uh, when you take each letter of the word and make something out of it. So false evidence appearing real, that's fear, anxiety. That's all it is. It's, it's just now granted, maybe you're anxious. Maybe you have a court date coming up and you're, you're anxious about that court date. I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, just knowing that the worry isn't going to change anything, it's not going to do anything, right? It's not going to help your cause. If anything, it's going to hinder your cause because it's hindering your own emotional state. It's hindering your own health to, to live in a, in an anxious, uh, way. So being able to just let go again, if you're a Christian or a person of faith, right, let go and let God like truly, truly in the face of anxiety, you know, taking that anxiety. Well, I think of a Bible verse that, uh, cast your cares over upon me. Um, I think, I think, it's, I think it's a quote, but, Jesus that cast your cares over upon me or no, it's some, I don't even know where it's at, but anyway, it's, it's a scripture somewhere that says, cast your cares over upon him because he loves you or he cares for you. So when I think about that, obviously I'm not a Christian, but when I think about casting my cares over on the, the world or just over on the universe or just, just cast the cares away from me, I don't need to carry that care because one, it, my worrying is not going to do anything about it. Now there is something to be said about, you know, being action oriented. In other words, if you see a potential problem and it kind of concerns you or quote unquote worries you, well, action is the best thing we can do to overcome anxiety right? If there's something that needs to be done that could help the situation, then do it, right? Do it. But when you've done what you've done and you've done all that you can do, or when it's out of your hands, it truly is just out of 
your hands. It's out of our hands, right? When, when there's a situation, I, I recently just, uh, well, let me, let me rewind. I remember back when COVID came around and my business was of course impacted hugely because everything I do is about gathering groups. So it was very, very nerve wracking. And I was thrown headlong into a situational anxiety attack <laughs> because you know what i did for a living was completely being shut down and obviously if i'm not doing what i get to do for a living then i can't make money and you know i only had that one business i there was nothing else that i did in other words my sole income came from gathering groups and in fact i had several different things that i you know i did ring announcing i did weddings and I did MC events, like everything I did was about gathering groups. And so when that got shut down, man, I'll be honest, it threw me into a little bit of a anxiety struggle. And I remember being full of anxiety for, you know, a few days or whatever. And then I remembered all my, all the teachings, all the things that I, I have read and have learned and have uh, studied and experienced in my own life. And I thought, okay, all right, Timmy, let's sit with this. Let's, so I got my journal out, like I talked about last episode. I got my journal out and I started, what am I, what am I afraid of? What, what am I worrying about? Okay. And I started writing that out. What, where's these, where are these anxious feelings coming from? Why am I anxious? Okay. It's this, this, and this, this. Okay. What can I do about it? What, what can I do to alleviate the the thing that's causing me anxiety right so i'm like okay i need to get some kind of a part-time job i need to start driving driving for uber or something like that right so i i started making a plan making a plan what do i need to do so that i don't wind up living under a bridge right like what what do i need to do so that i can maintain my life and you know, here we are. I'm, I made it through. Uh, it was challenging uh, for anybody in, in the wedding business, especially knows, you know, it, it wasn't just a few months of struggles. I mean, it was honestly, I would almost say it was a two year time frame of just, Oh, M G this is crazy. Um, so, but we, but, but you know, I, well, I don't know about everybody else, but I, you know, I'm, I made it. And most all my friends that I know of, there's an exception of a few venues that, that couldn't survive it. We made it, you know, here we are, here, here we are, here we are, here we are, here we are, here we are right on the backside of it all. Looking back on that time, just shaking our heads. Right. But it was very nerve wracking. And I remember, like I said, I was, I gave into that anxiety for a few days. I was definitely freaking out. I was definitely freaking out. But once I kind of just, again, reminded myself of the power of now and some of those principles and remembering, okay, let's get action oriented. What do I need to do to overcome this? What are some things I can do to help my situation? And I begin to act. So hopefully this little second part was helpful. I, I didn't mention that in the first episode, um, but the same principles uh, apply. 
and also knowing what your triggers are, knowing what thing, like what leads you down the road of anxiety and, and knowing what those things are. And when you know what those things are clearly like don't engage in those activities. And then when you know what helps you, right. If, if it's staying active, it's picking up a hobby. If it's, you know, filling your reading books or listening to audio books or listening to podcasts or, you know, whatever it is that, that helps you just make sure that you're, you're doing it and don't live in your own head. Don't live in your own thoughts, man. That's, that's a cesspool, <laughs> you know? And, and if we, uh, because there's one little principle that, that I used to share, I, I don't know where I heard it. I'm, I'm pro I probably heard it from somewhere. I've, I mean, I've been saying it so long now that, you know, I almost just own it like it's my own, but we often try to battle anxiety, which are thoughts. We try to battle thoughts with thoughts. I've, I teach that we should battle bad or negative or anxious thoughts with positive, um, uplifting thoughts. Do you hear that? What? Man, there's a little ringing noise. It sounds really terrible. All right. So, um, that's, that's one of the things that really helped me as well is just dealing, writing things down, uh, like journaling, but also making sure that I battled any thoughts that I may have had with words like out loud or actions, doing things with my body right? One of the things they say that can help overcome anxiety is movement. Go for a run, go for a bike ride, go for a brisk walk, as well as smiling or, and humor. I, I love humor. I love to laugh. I actually just watched a, a Robin Williams, uh, stand up, uh, his Broadway, I think it was Broadway, his Broadway show from years ago. It was an oldie. Um, but just, you know, engaging in activities that, that, you know, fill your heart with, with joy, um, you know, making sure that you have all the window shades open so that light is coming through, you know, all those kinds of things are really helpful. But one of the best, th I mean, one of the most helpful things that I've ever done for anxiety outside of reading and educating myself on how to handle it. One of the things is putting on some positive affirmation in my, uh, on my phone and put the earbuds in and go for a walk. You know, that, that I remember a few years ago when I was really going through a tough time, um, every day, every day I'd put on my, put in my earbuds, put on a positive affirmation and I'd walk. And it just depends on, sometimes it'd be a mile, sometimes it'd be five miles. It just depended on how much I needed it, right? So anyway, I, I can totally empathize if you're struggling with anxiety. Listen, we've been there. I've been there. Everybody's been there. If you're human, everybody's experienced anxiety at some point in their life. But knowing how to deal with it and and being intentional about how you deal with it, um, it, it, it and, and getting after it, right? Like really getting after it. It's a super, it's super helpful in overcoming anxiety. So together let's kill the demon of anxiety.
All right, guys. Peace out. Thanks for joining me today.